I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And today we watched another Mickey Mouse cartoon, this one called The Whoopie Party. Uh, Whoopie! <laughs> it's probably not the last time that's going to happen. Um, this short is notable for being the first appearance of Goofy the way that we're kind of used to seeing him. You know, he looks like he's in an older cartoon than maybe you think of, but he looks like Goofy yeah. instead of maybe Goofy's grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> he's very, very skinny though, has no middle. Uh, yeah, he's got that. he's got noodly arms, definitely. <laughs> We're still firmly in noodle arm period. Yeah. Um Yeah, what who I mean, there's not much to synopsize here. They're throwing a party. Yeah. There's just lots of dancing and shenanigans. Like there's not any discernible structure here of of no, any notable sort. Um, but yeah, what did, what did we think of that? Whoopee! No, it was... <laughs> Does that translate to you liked it or yeah, no? Yeah, It was, it was cute. I think it, pooey would be a thing yeah. bad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> pooey! <laughs> Maybe not with such a happy tone. Oh, uh, sorry. It's my bad. Know? <laughs> um, it, I, it was cute. Um, the, I, yeah, there's... There are things to like about it, and I think it's a pretty, a pretty good first goofy, goofy, goofy. Yeah, sure. He's probably still being called Dippy Dog at this point internally, but like, yeah, that that looks, walks, and talks like Goofy. So he's yeah. Goofy. Yeah. Laughs like Goofy. And yeah, I I thought it was cute. Yeah, I like it. Um, I think this is probably by far been my favorite of the. Just dancing and shenanigans style Mickey cartoons that we've seen so far. Um, it just had a, a nice, fun energy throughout. Didn't really feel like there was m- many lulls. Just a just a fun energy throughout that kind of builds up to a nice little crescendo at the end. Um, yeah, not like an amazing cartoon, but quite a fun one. Enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Let's get specific. Um, yeah, what do we think? There's not really a story. So, so to say, but what do we think of the characters, especially old Goofy, who's really showing showing himself for the first time instead of just sitting in the off in the audience guffawing? Uh, they're still <laughs> they're maybe still developing, you know, what he is, who he is. I think an, a later Goofy might have dropped this big table that he was carrying. Yeah, but he didn't. Which they're is not fine. leaning into the clumsiness as much yet. Yes, yes. If if anything, I don't know what the term for this would be, but when he does carry in the table, they all, you know, just like almost decimate him. You know, they 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 destroy the table and jump on him, and 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 he gets a lot of of uh, jokes where he's beat up or knocked over or something like that. Yeah, one of the best of which is probably he's like yeah. has one of the what are those called that you blow into it and it like rolls out and goes yeah, or know, kind of like on New Year's Eve. I forgot what yeah what do you yeah call you, them. you you blow it. Blow they're all rolled up. You blow into them and they 
then they fill out and they typically like a, make like a noise or whatever. Yeah, like a party favor. Can't think of the actual name of that thing. But he's using one of those and at one point when he has it extended, it goes into a glove that's sitting there. And so when it rolls back, it still has the glove on it. And then he uses that and the glove like tickles Clarabelle, who's like dancing. And Clarabelle, <laughs> as her revenge, does the same thing, except she purposely puts something on hers and it is... Uh, Punching. A punching glove that she also puts a horseshoe in. <laughs> and so then she uses that on Goofy and just slams him into next Tuesday. And so he's, good. he takes it in good, like, he, he's just laughing. Yeah. So he's, he's fine. Yeah. And Clarabelle is so cute in this that she's just dancing up a storm. But yeah, she, yeah, doing oh, her moo her sounds. Yeah. Oh just having goodness. a good time. And of course, little Minnie playing the piano and with her little shoe and yes. bouncing up and down. And this is one of those two where everything then starts getting in with the rhythm and the move. I mean, everything from the shoes, the socks, the pots, the pans, the, you know, the people, the tables. I, li- I like how they start doing that with Minnie as she's playing the piano and then suddenly her seat starts like dancing mm-hmm. and the piano itself starts dancing. And then it's after that that we start cutting to all these other objects that are dancing too. It's a nice like little transition into the concept of all the uh, actual things in the house dancing too. Yeah, everything is personified. <laughs> also, when Minnie turned to the camera and went, ah, cha cha, it was oh, so cute. Oh, that was so adorable. cute. It was the cutest thing. That was so cute. The, the, um, <laughs> sorry, couldn't help but think, and this is the theme with these cartoons, that, uh, I don't know how you would, you could afford to keep having parties because every time they do or, <laughs> or dances, they destroy everything. And in this case, again, just, destroying um, you know they're they're cartoon characters they have what they need um no i thought i thought it was interesting on the character front that i would say the most prominent character is goofy and followed by like clarabelle and minnie and like i don't feel like mickey or horace did that much they were they were around but like they didn't they didn't do a whole lot one of the mickey was a little more prominent than horace because he danced with with uh the character whose name is apparently Patricia Pig. Um, he, he danced with her again, actually. Um, yeah. And, uh, but, like, he still didn't do that much, really. Um, yeah. And then Horace did almost nothing. He was just kind of around. Uh, he played an instrument and stuff. He was in there helping with the baking at first. Yeah, he sliced the bread at one yeah, point. Yeah. Um, He's helping, but he just didn't do much that, like, signified character in any real interesting way. Yeah. For the momentum of the story, they did a really good job of the party at first was uh, more tame, I guess. Couples were dancing and things like that. And then it transitioned to Mickey, Horace, and Goofy making food. Uh, and then kind of after they everybody ate, then it started to pick up a lot more and just really... Got uh, more raucous. <laughs> get into the groove of the music. Yeah. And the music was was good. Like, it had a consistent beat that uh, kind of kept the the pace of the short. Like you said, there wasn't a lulls in it. Yeah. And then it all kind of leads up to the final thing, which is they're causing such a ruckus in their home that police like come um, and then it shows them enter the building from the outside. And there's like sounds like maybe they're like 
putting a stop to the party and, and like beating people up and then it cuts inside and they're just dancing too. They're just, yeah. they just came to be part of the party, not to break it up. <laughs> and they're hanging from the rafters. And the, yeah. And yeah. The, yeah. And the chandeliers at some point. Um, the, uh, probably my least favorite thing about the whole short is there were quite a few repetition, uh, scenes or, or, gags or you know or or things where they that they would repeat yeah let's let's segue into animation okay because yes agreed keep going yeah and so um so yeah so some of the the things that the dance scenes at the beginning they would cycle back to that some of the things that i'm trying to remember if they repeated much that um that goofy and all did but but they were just too much repetition for my taste i think the main i think the main thing was often crowd scenes Mm -hmm. and i think like, yes, it's obvious and it's not my favorite either, but I understand why, because it was employed in these crowd scenes that are just inherently harder to animate because of the the people. And they also, like, basically had mirror images of the people dancing in the background in those yeah, scenes. Oh, like, okay. so that so there would be, if you look on one side and look on the other, it's basically the same couple, but they're facing different ways that are doing things. Yeah. But the effect is that it feels like there's a bunch of people dancing. And so it, it does kind of add up to be overall effective. Um, the main thing is just that they repeat the gag of the couple, like going back and, and, yeah, their butts going into each other and they're like, err. I think like, their- they repeat that like three times. Is it their just horns? Too many, maybe, their- maybe it was their horns. But yeah. yeah, they bump into each other and they're grumpy and it does that like three times and it's like, oh, we don't need that many instances mm-hmm. of this joke. Yeah, unless it, you've got to escalate. Yeah, yeah. Something different. Like, exactly. you can repeat it, but you, like maybe they. Uh, get more aggressive as they go. Or you could basically repeat it and have the same thing twice, but the third time has to be an escalation that kind of is the end point of the joke. Something. Yeah. 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 Um, also, it's noteworthy that the scene where uh, Mickey's dancing with Patricia Pig has some animation that's just wholesale lifted from the short that we saw from 1930, The Shindig, where he also dances with her. <laughs> oh, some okay. of it is just literally the same animation. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. I do like how what they did really well in animation was the fluidity and the the secret synchronicity of the music with the action. Yeah. Even with the repetition scenes, which, you know, didn't thrill me. Yeah, they that, would that be that on music, the beat. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that, that made it enjoyable and made, like... Um, like Valerie, you said at the beginning of this, it, it, the pace, it went along really well. And I think all of that was really synchronized well. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think the animation is overall very good. They have a lot of fun doing some new stuff with Goofy, even if they haven't totally figured out how to best utilize him yet. Um, they've got just kind of this escalating thing, I, especially like when we get to the period where all the different things are dancing, they're clearly having a lot of fun figuring out how to animate these different inanimate objects. Um, yeah, it's just, there's a fun energy that you, that you feel and that the animators have, like just having fun with what do all these things do? Okay. The, now these are going to dance. What's that look like? These are going to dance. What does that look like? I really liked the, out of those, the kind of inanimate objects dancing. The one of the first ones with the, the, the coat rack. Yes. And the, I think it was like a chair, maybe like yeah. a vanity chair. Like, it was really fluid, and just the the shape of them, you know, lent well to 
anthropomorphizing them and making them feel like people. Yeah. And then again, like with the combo of the fluid animation, I thought it looked really good. Yeah, definitely. Um, I also liked um, in after they ate, there was like the, the band increased and the uh, instruments that they had had obvious real world correlations like trumpets and stuff, but they were made up of like just pipes for a tuba. It was very fun to see the interpretation of what that instrument looks like, but made out of things kind of picked up around the house. Yeah. Oh, and there's a part where Mickey's like using mouse traps to to be part of the music or whatever. Yeah. Like they have fun having different objects make sounds, which is nothing new for these Mickey Mouse cartoons, but they definitely have some fun instances of it. Yeah. Plus he 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 gets like five of the mouse traps, and then the sixth one like gets him on the finger, and it's like ah yeah, see that's. That's how you ask, you have an end point on the joke, is that, yep, one of them did get him. Uh, yeah. The, the, uh, I liked the egg beater on, like, the can. Yes, as, like, Horace had that. Mm, yeah, yes, yes, yes. This is called the whoopee party, but they only said whoopee at the beginning, but then, whoop. All of a sudden, that last third, you know, Mickey and others, you know, would whoopee, you know, and they also would make confetti out of everything from the pillows to just everything they were making con- confetti. And that's when they would whoopee. But but again, that that was in perfect sync with the music, with their dancing. It, it was cute. Yeah. One thing with uh, sound, I, I don't know if when when they started to get better about this, but there was a little part with Mickey Horse and Goofy oh, yeah. singing, speaking, whatever. And the sound quality was like much better there, uh, which is in contrast to even fairly recently with the um, Pluto dog pound situation. Oh, yeah. That was... Where the dog chase one where Mickey, you know, pleading for Pluto's life sounds really bad and really muffled. Uh, so I'm happy to kind of hear all aspects of this short you know, having quality and paying good attention to that quality. Yeah. Let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? Mostly good. There is, however, a part during the, where it's showing a bunch of inanimate objects dancing, where it shows some candles on a cake dancing, and then they dance a little too close to each other and, and light they're they're I thought they're matched you're, right they're they're matched in a match and they light box. and and they light each other on fire and then they are blackface characters that say mammy so yeah there is that in here it's a pretty short um segment so it's relatively easy to overlook in terms of judging the quality of the cartoon but it definitely is a bummer to just kind of have that in there for a moment just just a purely racist gag and then they to me it was a bit fat phobic initially i was happy because there was a lot of mix of of really round rotund characters even like a goat and then these other characters they seem to like to pair like skinny tall characters with you know these rotund characters and like uh danica alluded to earlier there was a mirror image so that was that was you know doubled so that was nice but the one thing that bothered me that to me made it fat phobic is when mickey was dancing with um with Patricia, the pit, yeah. with, with Patricia, and everything would have been fine except they had her turn around, and then a teeny chair was stuck to her rear, um, which you know just 
kind of because she's so big yeah. she doesn't even know it and it's stuck to her rear and she you know and all that so unfortunately uh fat phobic stuff is gonna stick around with disney pretty much permanently i don't think they've still gotten over that stuff so yeah, yeah. yeah unfortunately that is there um i'd say it's more minor than the last time we saw patricia because i believe back in the shindig we had also jokes with her like bouncing on the floor and like it, yeah. it looking like it's gonna break and stuff so we really just kind of had the gag of the chair sticking to her and otherwise it's just her and mickey dancing um so it's lesser but it's still there um yeah, yeah it's unfortunate um, but I think those are the two main ways. And I guess the other way is just that this cartoon has no real plot. It's just there is a bunch of dancing and singing and a lot of its novelty comes just from people still enjoying the concept of these animated things play music on the different things and it makes sound like, you know, it's still kind of it's a little passe compared to what cartoons are now. Um, but for being one of those cartoons, that's just no plot just characters having fun making music and stuff this is one of the better of those um outside of its racist joke and a bit of fat phobia let's go on to our favorites and least favorites what was your least favorite moment in here pretty easy it's that racist part yeah yeah that just could be cut out entirely and Probably has been on TV broadcasts before, if I had to guess. Yeah, because, I mean, it was very insignificant. I mean, I mean, you had enough... And self-contained. Like, you can just literally just chop it out. Yeah, and, and there was so much good um, personification and making, you know, making them come alive. You didn't need that in addition. What was your favorite moment in the cartoon? I think for me it was Minnie yeah, talking to the camera while she's playing the piano and, and doing her little, like, ha-cha or whatever she was doing. Yes, because so I, I think she did it twice. Yeah. And I loved it. Yes, that, I was going to say the same thing. It that was, was so cute. That was my favorite. There was a, a scene where I'm like, oh, I think this is my favorite. But then Clarabelle looked at a boxing glove and put oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. a horseshoe in it and knocked yeah. Goofy out and i'm like this is great i love this yeah that was so also my favorite really scene. good 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 choice thanks good for representing choice. that yes. that was also great yes who's your least favorite character in here um which isn't to say that you hate them but i think i'll give it to horace because yeah. i feel like he got the the least amount of interesting things to do here um least favorite just in that he wasn't given much yeah i agree yeah i i will too Who's your favorite character? This is still Minnie easy for me. For me. Minnie, Minnie I love <laughs> Minnie, but I definitely do have to give it to Goofy. This is like, you know, we're we're getting to see Goofy be Goofy finally. Um, he's not all there yet, but like there's some good Goofy stuff in here and he gets his butt kicked, which is delightful. <laughs> I really well and, and kind of it's hard choice for me, though. I, I said Minnie quickly, but I really also loved Clarabelle. And of course, yeah. he was a cutie too, but yeah. Minnie and Clarabelle are very but good yeah. in here. They're, they're, yeah, Minnie and Clarabelle were my, my favorites. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Minnie. I think she got a lot to do. The That scene that you talked about, it was so cute. So cute. Her like uh, playing and then her little shoe like falling off the back of her foot. So it's just Yeah, gone. like the, the heel is just out yeah, and it's, it's dangling yeah, it's on the so front cute. of her toes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she she got a lot of good scenes. Let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate it. Uh, I yeah, I mean, I overall enjoyed this. Um, it was it was solid. It was you know enjoyable throughout. There were some really really good moments. 
the lows were infrequent, mostly. And relatively quick. Yeah, mostly related to, like, the house would hold up situation. There are other similar shorts like this, I guess, in terms of what what it does, kind of just gag-focused novelty of animation and, and, like, synchronized sound and stuff like that. I guess I I would recommend it, but just kind of the caveat that it's not doing anything new or interesting. I guess it's Goofy's first short, so that's that's one way to, one reason to recommend it. Where he really looks like Goofy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like I said, not not a bad one to be like you're the first time you as the character, you know, closest to the character as we know it is in. Like not not a bad one to be in. So so yeah, I guess I guess I'd recommend it. Rating wise, I'll give it a two point seven five. Okay, yeah. Um, I th- yeah, I actually I agree. I would also recommend it. I you know the the repetition again was what I liked the least. So in that sense, it didn't do a lot new, but. What it did again, I love seeing I love seeing Goofy and again just really excellent. They're really on point with synchronizing the sound and the movement. So I think I will also say two point seven five. Yeah, I'll do two point seven five also. I think I would give it a three if it didn't have the racism. Yeah. Um, because it's 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 a pretty solid version of these things, but for the for that racism I'm gonna knock off a little bit. So two point seven five. Uh yeah, I recommend it. Um as if you're interested in this style, uh, this is one of the better ones, um, of the just dancing and, and no real plot kind of thing. Yeah, had a good time. Yeah, I think this would be a pretty good one for like a, a kid, a young kid. Besides that racist thing. Yeah, that's the main <laughs> issue, right? Like when when do you explain that? How would you explain that? So right. so, so it's kind of a shame that that poisons it. And it's so you're, you're it's like, just oh. always a shame. It's such a shame. Like I watched so many like for instance Tom and Jerry cartoons back in the day, and then like watching how they actually are now on Blu-rays and stuff, and like realizing that there's these racist gags like that are cut out of them that just like make them so much worse than I remember because they're marred by this. It's just, it's a bummer. Um, Racism poisons everything. Thank you all very much for listening. Thank you. Next time we will be watching another Silly Symphonies. We're stuck on Disney for a little bit, but it's fine. I blame Um, you. (laughs) I am the one literally choosing this, so (laughs) that makes sense. Um, It'll be another Silly Symphonies next time, so uh, join us then for some more color cartoons. Oh, cool. Yay! Bye! Bye! Bye. Whoopee! (laughs) This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening.